This doesn't seem avant-garde to me at all. Okay. What is avant-garde about it to you? Do you think this feels avant-garde? Simple is not avant-garde. Avant-garde doesn't have to be crazy complicated. It mm -hmm. just has to be really surprising. I think on the runway, you're going to be surprised. Take a chance with pants. Hey, all you lovely listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I'm Ernest. And I'm Samilia. And we are rounding the near final stretch of the sixth season of Project Runway All-Stars. Um, so as always, you can find us on all the podcast formats. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. Or if you're not interviewing, tell your friends so other fellow Project Runway fans can join in. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the workroom and on Instagram at the workroom podcast. And um, as we do every week, we'll have our cheat sheet with all of the final looks of this runway, of this week's runway as like a visual guide of what's going on. And you can find that link in the link section of our podcast description page. And um, we will prompt you when it is time for that. So no worries. We won't start talking about it without letting you know. And also, <laughs> you'll be able to check out updates to our bloody bracket battle. <laughs> so yay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we have, we still have Team Samelia out there in uh -huh. front, and yeah. then Ooh, Team Ernest and Team Nalen. So we will find out where, where we're all standing at the end of this episode. No spoilers. No painful spoilers. <laughs> um, oh yeah, and so, I, and I forgot to mention, um, during our last weeks, um, actually two weeks ago, so it's, so it's been a couple of weeks, um, I have to say that we forgot that we, that the show wasn't taping last week i think i can safely say that Samili and i were both in the midst of a bit of madness <laughs> and yeah um did not get around to remembering that um we had a week break so um so i had some <laughs> houston madness <laughs> if you guys saw some of my posts i was in houston for the houston center for photography's auction because i had a piece that went up got bids so it was great and great to see nice. people and um Amelia, you had a bit of madness of your own as well. Yeah, some Memphis madness. It feels like it's just event season. Yeah, yeah. Something. <laughs> <laughs> something is in the air. <laughs> it's a lot of things. It's busy. It's February. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, yeah, so Amelia, can you just talk a little bit about the museum opening? And we and you yes. mentioned it before, but this weekend was the official so opening. Yes, so this weekend was the official opening for the African Print Fashion Now show at the Brooks Museum of Art, um, and it was just amazing. I mean, I I can't wait to go back multiple times, but um, it's there's a lot of really great work from actually designers all over the country using um, African textiles and. There were models with local designers that had a line that will also be showing in Memphis Fashion Week. Um, and it was just a really great turnout. There was music and dancing at the end. And you know, I got in there. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I mean, the textiles are gorgeous. And there's also wall pieces. And I posted a few things on the Workroom podcast um, Instagram and on our story, but they've got shoes and jewelry and I mean, just all aspects of fashion um, using African prints. And it is amazing. 
Yeah, it looked really, really nice. Um, I'm going to try my best to get down there and see it in person. Yes. Well, you have you have a lot of time. It'll be up till August. Oh, right. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Aw, man. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So so check that out on Instagram if you guys aren't following us. Um, um, uh, we also post there as well. And, yeah, the photos look a lot of fun. So, all right. Yeah. Um. Also, just a few words about um, Munjin Wong, season 15 designer and two-time guest on this here podcast. Um, so he's been busy as always. And I, and I just want to say a podcast congrats to him and his partner in life and fashion on their second child. Also, mm-hmm. um, he's, so, he's been designing for the U.S. Olympic bobsled team. And last but not least, so Mary J. Blige is a client of his and he's been posting these amazing um, performance images of her wearing his designs. So check out his Instagram. You have not been keeping up with him because it's a lot. He's got a busy life. He and his family are up to a lot of wonderful things and just want to want to shout him out a little bit. Acknowledge acknowledge that. So it's just really. really Yeah, it's I mean, I'm yeah. It's looking really great. Yeah. I'm excited for him. Yeah, definitely. All right. So, all right, Samelia, ready to dig into this episode? I am ready. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> all right, everyone. So, finally, we're finally here walking along a river with the designers, and a, there's a, also a chain link fence. So, so you know, we have the previous sleeves. <laughs> But, you know, again, we don't know where these designers live. They could be living outside. Who knows? So, um, you know, Nayland Blake brought this up where we haven't seen any hotel rooms or anything like that. Um, we just get to see them wandering along um, probably the ugliest part of the Hudson River, in my opinion. Come on. So, mm-hmm. but it's a, a way to place them. Um, they're walking towards the Hudson River Museum, which is in Yonkers. And um, kind of is important art historically in the New York area. So it houses works by some founding members of the Metropolitan Museum of Art, if you guys didn't know that. But um, it's one of those places that I've been meaning to go to and have feel ashamed <laughs> that I have not been able to get up there and go there. Because um, it seems like they're taking everyone, if they're going anywhere, you can get there on like the Metro North. They're not taking them out too far. You know, they're not going to like. I don't know, Syracuse or something like that. They're not getting on the plane this. Um, have they, wait, have they gotten a plane anywhere? Have they gone anywhere fancy? I don't really think they have this, this season. I can't remember. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think they've gone. I don't think no they roller have. coasters, nothing. Um, yeah. Just a bouncy house. So anyway, so, you know, they go there. Interesting. To, you know, do a little bit of, of some looking around a museum. And... Um, I don't know. So they go in, they go into the museum and they um, are, they meet Alyssa in the planetarium. And so um, at this point to me, I think, and Smila, you, you pointed this out and this is something I, I usually miss is that since we're sort of in the home stretch, the designers are looking a little delirious and tired. <laughs> yes. Did you notice this? Yes. Oh my goodness, they were super weary. <laughs> so yeah. tired. I mean, they mm-hmm. don't. No one sits next to each other in this planetarium. They have this whole thing to themselves, and they all take their own row. No one wants to talk to anybody. No one wants to sit next to anybody. And um, 
Oh, man. So they ask Edmund in his talking head. I can only imagine the question that they ask Edmund. They're like, Edmund, do you like space? And then in his talking head, he looks, his half, his eyes are half closed. And he's like, you know, I'm very intrigued by space. I love to check in and get caught up on what's going on with the galaxies and the stars and everything. You know, I like to see how like they're getting along up there. And he just starts rambling about how, you know, he wants to, you know, like if they even need any hot gowns up there or whatever, because they're literally wearing stars and gowns. I can make gowns for stars, right? It's just like Edmund just looks oh, like my goodness. He's, a little, he's a little tired. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But um, so Alyssa gives him their brief. And um, so the brief is basically um, it's the avant-garde challenge. All right. Let's just get over it. It's mm-hmm. the avant-garde challenge. And they get $350 for two days. And they must base their designs on the planetarium video that they just watched. So they watch a video. You know, I don't know if anyone has. Um, I'm pretty sure most of us went to planetariums when we were in elementary school. Did you, Smilia? Yeah, they were so fun. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, because, I mean, it was, it's been a long time. But I remember, I, okay, so I'm from L.A. So we went to the one at the Griffith um, observe, uh, Observatory. And um, it opened with a kind of... I don't know, some booming voice or whatever. And I remember being really scared, and we got, but we got to lie on our backs. So it was kind of fun or whatever. So they kind of get to watch that same type of video, but with a Project Runway All-Stars label on the bottom of it. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how authentic this planetary did you, experience Did you was. see how Kimberly does not look excited? Like, <laughs> Alyssa makes the announcement, all right, this is going to be avant-garde, and Kimberly is looking like, you said what? <laughs> <laughs> just straight faced as could be yeah oh man and it's so funny because i think also you know Alyssa was like hey good morning all stars welcome to the planetarium and they're like good morning Alyssa." and then (laughs) it's dark in there fabio's like go to sleep i know and fabio's like thank you you're welcome (laughs) thank you oh (laughs) man so out of it he's like this is a cute place Okay, great. <laughs> just like they're just not into it. But also, I didn't think that $350 was enough money. What did you think, Samelia? Yeah, she made it sound like it was. The, what, have, what have they been getting? Like 100? 150. In there? 150. 150, maybe so, 200. It's more than double, slightly. Um, yeah. I mean, I didn't think it was like, oh, wow, three, but I guess with what they've been working with. Right. It's, it's, it's relatively like a lot more. more. Yeah. But I was yeah. like, that's, you need $500 for this. I know. You're I know. two days. Give them $500. You're being so smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is all stars. Yeah, exactly. And it's the Alvin Carr challenge. Um, and also, what did you think about this inspiration? We're, we're, we're in all stars. Yes, but it's kind of, I don't know. I thought it was a little bit of a literal, um, association with all stars to take them to a planetarium and have them use that as an inspiration, but maybe, I don't (laughs) know. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I didn't think a whole lot of it. It, it didn't seem like a super like difficult sort of challenge, you know, like something that was thought thought out for a long time. Right. Right. It's like, Oh, it, it just seems like an easy, like an easy uh, challenge to come up with. Yeah. 
Yeah. And maybe they've run out of places in New York to inspire the designers or, you know, right. they're using it up for Project Runway Prime. Um, so, yeah, because I think the avant-garde challenge typically is something about New York, unless it's about a doll. You know, you use the doll as an uh, we have used dolls as inspiration and and um, gosh, what, have, what else have we used? Um, I'm trying to think of non-New York things. But in terms of New York things, I've been to the Botanical Gardens. They've asked mm-hmm. them to choose wherever in New York you want to want to go and use that as your avant-garde inspiration. And um, not so much here. They're all going to, it's all going to be about the universe. So, so here right. we go. Um, but during the inspiration video time, we get to hear a little bit from um, some people in terms of what they're going to do before we get to mood. Um, I only wrote stuff down about Fabio because I, I really liked what he had to say about Neptune and how the planet is really cold and dark. And so his his model's going to need a coat. So I was like, yay, coats. But then he said fringe. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, all right. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> fringe? Okay. But at least it looked as if he was going to use short fringe or at least, uh, you know, cut the fringe down to where it, it wasn't going to be something that is kind of cliche, especially for this show. And also he's using my favorite color, which is just hues of blue. But mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else during this inspiration video time kind of spark your fancy. Yeah, I mean, I was intrigued by Anthony. He was inspired by the Milky Way mm-hmm. and he wanted to, um, you know, have his look be sort of like this, the center of the of his his silhouette would be the sort of the center of the Milky Way. So it was mm-hmm. cool. He had these uh, spiraling, not spiraling, but like orbital sort of shapes, which was cool. Yeah. They almost look like, yeah, look like orbits or like ellipses or ellipses, C's, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a little bit more of what people are using once we forward into mood. So. Right. Mood time is a lot of, of course, is a lot of running around as usual, but um, I don't know. I I kind of was keeping an eye out on a couple of people who seem to be inspired by the same thing, namely Kimberly and Ken. <laughs> They're both inspired oh. by the black hole, but approaching mm-hmm. it very differently. Kimberly was mostly taking it from a color story point of view because she liked the orange, yellows and golds together um Mm -hmm. i wrote no in all caps just because i don't like that color story (laughs) i was was not looking forward to seeing that but um i i did think that in terms of the idea of a black hole and how you know it's created by a collapsing star and it creates this huge this very very dangerous um um region of gravity a, a gravitational pool like i thought that maybe Ken's cocoon coat would have been it it seemed kind of interesting but I think he was literally making a circle thinking it's a hole he's like making a black circle yeah (laughs) in a way (laughs) and nothing really to to me it didn't really have anything to do with a black hole but you know it's like all right let's just let's see where you two are gonna go with this yeah it was his take on the black hole yeah yeah, a black uh, to me, I mean, Kimberly sketch. I was like, "Are you sure? What is it?" <laughs> I don't think she really knew what. Yeah, she was doing because I don't think she had anything sketched. She was just sketching. It was like two shapes on her, on the paper. 
<laughs> like compared to everyone remember. else, it's like what? Yeah, yeah. I don't. It even, wasn't don't memorable. It. Yeah, oh, it's so sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any anybody else that stood out to you during this mood time? Uh, yes. Actually, Stanley, I believe in mood. This is where you see his sketch, and I mean, he's just grabbing like black fabric or whatever. Um, but his sketch is really cool. Yeah. He's doing this three-piece look. He's inspired by the solar eclipse, mm-hmm. so it's going to be this sort of eclipse jumpsuit with the I forget the other two pieces, but that jumpsuit looks amazing if he pulls it off. Yeah, I mean it. It was really good i was kind of sh- i was shocked i was really shocked that mm-hmm. i actually liked his and, sketch. and wishing he was on your bracket <laughs> you know what no Samelia, but kind of yes because i was like <laughs> but also i don't want anyone on my bracket who pronounces eclipse eclipse i'm just like can we just n- come on eclipse oh, where are you from stanley because yeah. i it reminds me of people who i understand that certain parts of the country pronounces or puts emphasis um puts the emphasis on a different syllable but i was like Eclipse, it just added to my annoyance with him overall. There's nothing wrong with him <laughs> saying it. I think it's just because he says it. I'm just like, it's Eclipse, Stanley, not Eclipse. What's going on? But um, yeah. no, I was happy to see that. And uh, let's see. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm conflicted with my positive feelings towards Stanley of any shape or form. Aren't, aren't we um, all? I yeah. feel like we all are. We all should be. You know what? I don't yes. use that word a lot. But I feel like when it comes to Stanley, <laughs> mm-hmm. we should question any any like hope we have because I still feel let down. <laughs> Never gonna let him live that down. The worst New York fashion week ever. All right, so okay. Also, Joshua. <laughs> oh, so yeah. he's. I don't know. It's like you know he's um. I don't know. I, I'm paying paying a little bit more attention to his talking heads because he's inspired by Pluto because it's, did he say, because it's the coldest planet? Or it's, uh, I don't why he I said think Pluto. So. I feel like Fabio said something about cold. Maybe, maybe Joshua did as well. Okay. Hard. He said something about hard. Yeah. Or maybe he was like, design. it's far out and my designs are usually far out and yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he did say cold. Maybe. Um, I have a lot to say about Joshua in this episode. So also we get to see Swatch. <laughs> which is oh, great. Swatch yeah. is there. Swatch is still Yay. alive. Um, yeah, so I you know, I think that's about it. Uh, oh wait, I, and I totally forgot about um about Edmund. Um because he's into quasars. Oh, man. That's oh, all. I, that's all I got from what he was doing. But it seemed like he was doing something else that was very flowy and structured. Um, you know, mm-hmm. something, something that is probably going to change, because you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got like a circular effect going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. All right. Um, <laughs> you ready to go in the workroom? <laughs> yeah let's <laughs> let's go into the workroom and um it's so funny like I've just pretty much just um the first thing I noticed in here was I wanted I want Anthony to leave Helen alone because why Helen 
Helen, Anthony goes for Helen immediately. Um, or at least it's at the top of, of this segment and just kind of like, he just, he's like, Helen, didn't you win your challenge of avant-garde or your avant-garde challenge? And, and I feel like he's still messing with her head. And I, I wonder if the, I, I'm just a little paranoid about the producers and their relationship with Helen. Um, because she's so easy to mess with. He asks her this and she goes like, no, I almost went home on mine. But then in the flashback. She mentions that there was one. Yeah, the first one, she almost did go home. But then she almost won a challenge, like won a season where she, you know, made an up piece that was really great and almost won. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, Helen is. And I feel like she was also sort of shaking a little bit whenever Anthony talks to her. I think she starts trembling a little bit. She's kind of like, what's going on? What, why are you doing this? She, she's at a frail, she's at a frail time in, in this uh, Project Runway All-Stars. Like, honestly, of all the designers, she looked the most exasperated or just, mm-hmm. you know, done at the beginning of this episode. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and yeah, I'm a little, we, you know, we, don't really hear much from her but I noticed this moment and was kind of like I don't know she just um seems a little frazzled and very easily frazzled but also Anthony is shady as get out as all get out I mean you know and I was obviously we've seen him go off on her before (laughs) he's put her in her place Mm -hmm. and I feel like this is a continuation of it it's interesting seeing how Anthony is working the room yeah I think he said that he was gonna keep a close <laughs> close watch on her he's maintaining helen uh-huh. oh man um but yeah but this is pre and full and wider time and smilia anything yes. stand out to you and it's time where the designers are just getting in and getting the handle of this whole um avant-garde well Joshua, he's he's doing stuff with glue guns, and I feel like the effect is looking kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, like you know, his mind is in the right place. But he he also probably needs to get like a few other designers glue guns <laughs> if he's wanting to actually pull his. Because he mentions having to wait for the glue to heat up, and then I'm like, dude, you need to be like double fifth in it or something. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> The thing about the glue is, um, okay, so we all all remember Justin, right? Um, yeah. And he had a glue gun dress that Nina Garcia is famous for calling or saying that it looked like a foaming vagina. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> um, he was, you know, using it as like an alternate thing. It wasn't It wasn't a uh, an unconventional challenge. It wasn't avant-garde. He was just sort of taking a risk. And that's what he said. Um, that was actually the first official Tim gun save, I believe as well. Um, but Tim saved him from his, <laughs> his, uh, foaming vagina dress. And, uh, yeah. So we have like Joshua here just doing the most with this glue gun in a way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just looking a little, um, because he's on your bracket. So I think that you might have, you might have bracket colored eyeglasses on <laughs> yes in terms of what this is maybe and so i mean i'm i'm were you worried, worried. at all oh yeah I'm a, I'm a little worried i mean he is kind of a gamble i knew that yeah in. yeah he's a he's a total total gamble on this um 
Let's see. Um, I, I actually wrote a note about Joshua leaving Marilene alone. He's messing with my bracket. Like he comes over to Marilene because Marilene is the, the, the person that I think a lot of the designers see as being more avant-garde. Avant-garde? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. but she's going big. That's what she says. And, you know, she's going big and she might go home, but whatever. And the thing is, is that like, you know, Joshua is trying to put the pressure on her as playing mind games. But unfortunately, or actually fortunately for my bracket, I don't think Marlene is someone who has capacity to what I call Edmund. You know, like you go over to Edmund and you just kind of like give him a sideways look and he changes his dress completely. But if you go over to Marlene, <laughs> I don't think that registers in the same way where it's kind of like, Marlene, all this pressure's on you. This is your challenge. And she goes, I know. Oh, my God. I was already thinking about that. No, don't say it. Oh, but she's just going to do what she does. <laughs> it's, yeah. I don't think he can really throw her off her game, which is what I was just kind of happy to right. say. Can't psych yeah. her out. Um, um, yes. And then also, <laughs> I was. we have a, a little bit of a a back and forth between Anthony and Kimberly. Did you notice that they put subtitles on them? Did they? They did. I was a little offended by that. Why did they put subtitles on them? Well, they were, they were mourning Char. I remember that. Cause I, you know, honestly I was mourning Char since she was on my bracket and everything. <laughs> but as they entered the workroom, I'm like, Oh no, Char. You could just feel it. It was there's right? a loss there. There's a loss. Yeah. And you know, and and Kimberly just asked for a moment of silence for our girl Shar, and then they put subtitles as if we can't understand her saying that. Yes, we can understand everything. Oh and my then, goodness! You know, I didn't notice that. Yeah, there there are subtitles, and because I usually watch wow. shows with subtitles, but this one I turned it off, and I thought that I that it turned back on without me doing it myself. I was like, oh, no, this is just because people feel like they can't understand what they're talking about. Anyway, I'm just saying they just have wow. like, they're just a little Southern. They, you know, we can understand. Yeah. Anyway, so we mourn Char a little bit. And this is all before we have a little bit of uh, a little bit of time with with Anne. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So do you want to move on to Anne full and wider time? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, it's her little intro is quick. Oh my gosh! Time. And she stomps like, in again, getting shorter and shorter. Yeah, they put her in some real tall, chunky shoes for this episode. Um, she seemed a little front heavy, a little bit, but I feel like mostly it's because mm. she's not used to wearing these shoes, so she was tilting forward a little bit too much. I was a little concerned, but um, <laughs> we have her coming in, and we start with Anthony right away. But um, yeah, anyway, well, let's start with Anthony. Yes. All right. You have any thoughts about so, this time with Anne and Anthony? You can you can see Anthony is already on the defense as soon as she steps up because oh, really? he's like, I already know what you're gonna say. Oh, oh you're gonna say you know, no prom, <laughs> no wedding, whatever. He goes down the the list. He's like, I got you, Anne. I yes. can read your mind. I know what you're gonna. So. Um, but then she's like, well, watch the sparkle. She has to still find something. <laughs> she's like, no, no, no. No, I still have something that I want you to take away. All right. Exactly. And he's like, and then later on, you see him at some of the, uh, is it the Mary Claire posters they have up in the workroom or what? Is, yeah. Mary Claire posters near the door. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's pointing at everyone and they all have sparkle. <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to add more sparkle. And <laughs> thank you very much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Because this is about stars, Anne. You know, I yeah. I respect Anne's perspective. I really do. But you can't, first of all, um, in terms of this show, period, they really do like sparkle. <laughs> they like things that glitter mm-hmm. and, and gleam on the runway. They're really mm-hmm. into that. They're into shiny things. But also, this challenge is almost literally about sparkling it's about stars it's about the universe and yeah i thought it was just an amazing bit of feedback because i i don't really remember exactly what he had for her but it didn't seem as if he had that much done i you know because he's he's talking about painting and glitter and everything but um i'm not really sure what she thought was going to happen um but it, it to me was interesting that she needed to put that little comment in there to tamp him down a little bit (laughs) maybe you just don't do that she Um, just had to say something that's all it was yeah oh Anne. all right next we have kimberly Uh uh-huh and she seems so uncomfortable to me because Anne asks her to essentially just explain okay what what is your inspiration and her voice is shaking so kimberly is just kind of trembling a little bit and i you know she's describing um um her her whole idea about a black hole and she's talking about what a neutron star is and she seems to have read her notes and her her uh uh her flashcards properly before professor ann came in and is reciting (laughs) back what she memorized about what a new what a neutron star is what a black hole is and how that all happens and collapsing and it just seems like she's sort of giving a mini presentation about a project and not necessarily about her design. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. It And didn't really, in my opinion, give her any feedback that was very helpful. She just told her to make sure that the, the top portion of her garment doesn't collapse into a triangle. She uh, collapse, get it collapse uh. into a triangle, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Um, but essentially, uh. she's making this gold <laughs> bolero looking top in a way. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like Kim is a little bit in trouble here. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't know. I, I just didn't like how scared she seemed in a way. Or um, I, And I understand it. A lot of people will go through it, are a bit defensive with Anne. But um, it looked like a giant bib. There are a lot of things that Anne could have said, but she didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks like a bib. Um, where are the clothes? You know, she's she essentially is um, fitting fitting this a very transparent looking shiny mesh on top of this um, dress form, and she could have been like, "What's going on with the bottom part? What are you going? How are you going to resolve the bottom? No questions, nothing." You know, she's yeah. listening to Kim's presentation and was kind of like, all right, so, you know, what does your sketch look like? I just I just wanted to ask so many questions to Kim mm-hmm. at that moment. So because, yeah, it just looked like she had a circle skirt for the neck. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's really what it looks like. So. And she doesn't have a whole lot of that material either. No, because I think if she I mean, had, it's gorgeous. Right. I you know what? <sighs> That's a good point because essentially it stops right below the shoulder and mm-hmm. in her sketch, it looked a lot more full. Like there seemed to be a lot more volume um, 
And I'm thinking that if she did have more, oh God, I can't, I just, I think at this point, I just believe that she had more and was going to do something on the bottom. Just kind of trusted yeah. that she would use more of that leather gold fabric. Um, yeah. Anyway. All right. So Kimberly's on my bracket. I'm scared. So next we have Fabio and 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 Anne. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fabio is on, te- is on team Nayland. What about mm-hmm. this interaction stood out to you? Did anything stick out? Um, well, not necessarily about the interaction, but I do like how the quilting effect is looking on the fringe. When he was talking about it in mood, I wasn't, or wherever, I wasn't sure of how that was going to play out. Yeah. But I'm, I'm starting to see how it could be kind of neat, but I'm still curious if it's going to be enough of an avant-garde look avant-garde <laughs> avant-garde avant-garde yeah 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 avant-garde. yeah avant-garde um yeah it's it to me it's not what the it's not what i thought would happen or what he i didn't know that he was going to quilt the fringe but i'm glad he's quilting it so mm-hmm. for our listeners if you don't know what we're talking about so you know how fringe is and hangs down um he's lying the the fabric flat and sort of brushing the fringe to the right let's say and then according to a pattern just sewing it down so that basically he's um it lies it lies more in in a flat horizontal direction but there's still a little of course there's still a little texture on top and it looks really good in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But Anne's not sure if the patterning will read on the runway. <laughs> and which, which he says he wants it to be, you know, not so readable right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, I don't know. I think he's rightfully um, concerned, but he's already kind of like, I'm not changing anything. Like, I don't care what Anne said. I'm pretty sure they probably edited that out where Anne's like, are you sure you want to do this? You're spending a lot of time on this. And you're not even <laughs> sure if it's going to read on the runway. He's like, I'm not changing it. I'm going, I'm going full throttle. This is what I'm going to do. Because he just seemed really adamant about it and lots of arm waving in his talking head. He just seemed also kind of annoyed in a way. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've had incidences with Anne telling Fabio to, to do things to his fabric that he doesn't want to do. And uh, he never listens to Anne. So <laughs> <laughs> never. So there's that. Yeah, there's that. Um, moving on to Marilyn. Someone, al- mm-hmm. uh, someone else on my bracket. And so, you know, she's making um, a white outfit, which to me looks like a white version of the uh, distressed challenge dress right off the back. And, and I don't. Oh wait, right off the bat. Whoops, not right off the back. Right off the bat. Yes, um, wrong word. But the thing is, when you look up more, you know, really closely, and we get to hear this a little bit from Ken that she's using buckram, which is essentially, yeah. um, it's not an interfacing, or it is sort of like an interfacing, but it's very delicate, isn't it? It's it's mostly used in hats. Yeah, things like that. Yeah. Like you, you use it for, um, for structure and it's sort of, um, I've never really used it, but I have seen, I have seen this used before on, um, but as an underpiece to the garment, not as the actual garment. 
So, mm-hmm. and it's and it tears easily too, right? No, 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 okay. it okay. doesn't. Um, it's pretty. I mean, it's really stiff. Mm-hmm. And honestly, once you cut it, like the edges are kind of jagged and and they hurt. So I'm. I mean, if that's all she's using, her model is going to be in pain. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't really understand because during the distressed challenge, I'm pretty sure she used like a neoprene mesh. Um, so I'm not, you know, I can probably figure that she didn't find neoprene in the white that she wanted. And that's why she was like, Oh, look at this. I can use this, whatever this means, Mm. Buckram. And, um, yeah. Anne says nothing about it. She just says that we've seen it before and, you know, um, you know, you want to surprise, you want to surprise the, the judges. Please. We like when you play with your fabrics, but you know, don't be a one trick pony, blah, blah, blah. Right, um, which I didn't realize that was the only material she got. I'm thinking like, oh, okay, she's still making the, you know, like doing the little, uh, the muslin, right. you know, so to speak. Right. I'm not, I, I didn't realize this was her final yeah. <laughs> fabric. I'm like, is she going to spray paint the fabric on or what? Yeah, same, same. Like, girl. <laughs> um. Oh, Marilene. Okay, so oh, and then so next we have Ken, and uh, he's making his cocoon top, and uh, mm-hmm. and for some reason remembers the last avant-garde design that he. I guess she was a judge maybe on that season, where his avant-garde look covered the model's face, right? And he also designed that in black, and so he's mm-hmm. describing. What this cocoon thing is going to do, where it's going to cover the shoulders and the torso, but then he's going to have this face piece that just kind of like goes all up in her face. And she's like, didn't you cover the model's face the last time? He's like, and? Yeah, I did. I did. So? Aren't you, aren't you concerned at all at repeating yourself? You know, and then it's, it cuts off. We don't get to see how Ken responds to that. I would have loved to have seen Ken's face in response to her saying that to him. Right. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, I, you know, a lot of people on this season have been doing things that they, things that they've done previously. And I would have been okay seeing Ken sort of cover up the model's face in a way. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just your interpretation of what avant-garde means. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Which is fine. Yeah. I'm fine with it. All right. And this was, this is a whole different silhouette than whatever he had before yeah exactly exactly that's yeah that's also a good point all right um next we have we've kind of we kind of run through the next couple people and that's helen and edmund Mm -hmm. um not much to say about them um unless you want to say something no i just felt like but with both there it just wasn't enough i mean it was really quick but okay from what we're seeing so far and uh i mean because the next one we have is with joshua <laughs> oh the, oh see so you just wanted to i see i no! see what you're doing see there you go samelia you're being sensitive because he's on your bracket mm. i have a lot of stuff to say about joshua i'm just saying I'm oh like, well please go okay ahead. <laughs> no no i want you to go go first how was this interaction with ann <laughs> um i was i was surprised that ann was was um 
pleasantly surprised. Like she seemed to like what he was doing. I was just surprised by that. Hmm. Um, I he shows like he's making chaps, and I'm like, how is this going together? I'm still kind of like Joshua. I don't know what you're doing, but just please be on top somehow or safe I mean, even. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's making a corset. He doesn't know how yeah. that's going to go in it. And then he's the fabric he's using for the corset to me is really hideous. He's lined it with this really ugly brown looking, um, gosh, what is it? I bought it the other day. Is that elastic that you put around things? What is it called? Um, the elastic? Yeah, it's it's. he's lined it. Um, you know, he has like the, oh, shoot. Oh, no, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to remember. Man, never mind. It's all, it's all right. But um okay, so for me, my interpretation of this interaction with Anne is that she was kind of taken aback because you know, we see a little bit more of how he's working with the glue gun and he's using this on the um the blue tape and everything and he he hasn't even really tested it out. He's just kind of going at it. And mm-hmm. so but then to me, he's like, he's also, he tells her that he's building an editorial bondage, bondage geared dress. And, you know, and she goes like, bondage has been done before. Like, come on. Like, it's already been done. And, um, and, you know, Joshua's kind of sensitive, but I, I also think that she's looking at his skin going, it's like, why is he just doing a straight up, why like, he's just sewing a semen dress? Like it, like the, mm. to me, the, the, the um the glue gun is looking so messy it's you know quite frankly it's looking like ejaculate just oh, saying yeah and i for on her yeah. face it looks like she's her face is just reading is this a prank am i getting punked <laughs> cuz i feel like she's uncomfortable talking no. about this dress in a way but then he shows her that corset and she's just like yeah you're doing a lot like what's going on <laughs> she's seeing this top part here it's all crazy and and whatever and then she's looking at this and like these don't go together and he's just like well you know i'm you know just trust me he pulls that magic you know mckinley magic mckinley magic thing (laughs) and he talks about like wheels and spokes or something and how he's inventing he's not inventing but he's just making the invention better you know he's adding to you know the circle of life in a way yeah Whatever he said, Whatever he said. <laughs> in his Joshua way. Yeah, yeah. But I, I have to say that even though the dress looked quite um, confusing, that I, I left this thinking like he's gonna pull it off. It's not. It's gonna. It's gonna be okay. Because we've seen him take these types of crafty risks in ways that, and we saw that with Betty Boop last, the last episode. You know, mm-hmm. so we know that he knows his way around the crop materials and like an exacto knife and he can draw and does all this other stuff w- where it doesn't look terrible. So I was like, you know, all right, well, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to believe a little bit in the McKinley magic. So, you know, even though yeah. he's not on my bracket, I'm not <laughs> for it. I'm not a for him. Um, okay. So next we have Stanley mm-hmm. with his solar eclipse dress. Oh, <laughs> which is looking really simple on the dress form here. Yeah, I mean the sketch is gr- amazing. 
Yeah. Um, but I think Anne is like, well, don't, don't just try to, don't be safe, you know. Right. She's worried in that regard. Yeah, because she says straight out that simple is not avant-garde. I disagree. Right. I really disagree with this because, you know, of course, it's up to interpretation, whatever. Who cares? It's just a thing. We're not really sure what avant-garde means anymore. Avant-garde? Avant-garde. Avant-garde. Avant-garde? Avant-garde. Avant-garde. Yeah, but it's like saying minimalist art is not art. You know, right. like I agree. you can be, you can have simple and have it be avant garde. Right. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about Kentaro, just from season oh, yeah. Project Runway. Not necessarily that his um, he you know he comes from a, a like a very strong point of view and he had a very conceptual runway show and he also showed again at Fashion Fashion Week um, recently, and you know mm. his stuff is. It's simple. It's minimalistic. It's art. It's it's artistic, and it has a it has a really interesting point of view. Anyway, so I disagree with Anne a little bit, but it's Stanley, so I understand why um, telling him to not to I don't know to not necessarily be that simple um, is I don't know. I think it's it's good advice for him to to push it a little bit, but also mm-hmm. he won the avant garde challenge with a very simple design if we remember his season he was paired up with michelle who was the eventual winner do you remember that and he made that really really sweet a-line dress Mm-hmm. that was to me simple yet yeah. extremely beautiful and wonderful and you want you mm-hmm. want um i don't know i don't think that's that that's necessarily something that disqualifies you from being um avant-garde right avant-garde avant-garde Avant-garde. Avant-garde. Of course. All right. So Anne's parting words to the designers. I'm inspired by all the stories that you've told me, but I'm not seeing those stories translate into your garments. I know you all can push it. I'm like, I understand. Like, I get that. She was, (laughs) those were good parting words from her. But I have to, I don't know if you noticed, but all the designers were side-eyeing her and each other. Mm. They were they couldn't wait for her to leave the room so they could just kind of just talk shit all over the place. They were not happy <laughs> with her <laughs> with her parting lecture to them. But um yeah, I don't know if you noticed that. I didn't, but now that I watch it again. Yeah, there are lots of <laughs> there's so many known looks I, yeah, at each especially other. Fabio and Ken. Fabio, you see him glare over to I know. Oh man. So um <laughs> And so I wonder about this if <laughs> I wonder in terms of this, this low lying, very covert animosity towards Anne, if it's affecting the runway, because mm. in a way I'm, 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 I kind of, I'm thinking about Kimberly and how she had that weird neck skirt going on and how, okay, if Tim Gunn had gone in, he definitely would have asked her questions that pushed her forward in terms of how are you going to resolve this and finish it and make it, make something impactful. Also right. having the, having the judges words in his head a little bit. And, and, and I know if this were project runway prime um, 
and say Kimberly sent that woman down the runway and just that netting, you know that Nina is going to be upset about the lack of clothes. And oh, yeah. And then Tim would have brought that up, even though he's kind of like, look, I'm just going to remind you, this is going to be the critique because this is how Nina is. And then if you come back, if Kimberly was like, well, you know what? I want her to send her down naked. And he's like, all right, if you stand behind it, just wanted to let you know that this is a thing. And she goes, I stand behind being naked, Tim. And he's like, all right, great, fine, good. <laughs> but at least they would have had that interaction, that conversation. That doesn't happen with Anne in a lot of these um, critiques. Right. And, and I don't really see anyone really pushing back at her during the critique. They always do it afterwards in a way where I'm like, man, mm-hmm. I wonder, man, I'm starting to blame Anne a little bit. I'm starting to blame her a little yeah, bit. Yeah, except for Merlene. You don't see Merlene. Merlene has a pretty positive response to Anne. She has a positive response to almost everything. <laughs> I know. I know. It it does kind of worry Merlene, me a little bit. Her like, spirit Merlene. is getting more and more pure to me. I'm like, I feel like you're yeah. just a pure soul, Merlene. I know. I really, really <laughs> like you. I think she's just she's such a lovely, lovely spirit in a way. So Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so I think she, out of everyone she probably is yeah I think you're right in terms of taking Anne's advice she's done it she's been she's been taking it um, yeah all right yeah yeah um so we have the model fittings and um I don't know did anything send out to you when we actually get the models in these avant-garde looks avant-garde um i love i mean stanley's is looking really cool like yeah. the silhouette of it and have have we seen him work in black i don't know i'm i'm just kind of like with each little interaction i'm like okay stanley you, you know my voice gets a little higher <laughs> um so i mean i'm just i'm liking it it looks great also anthony's um pants that he's designed oh my gosh I just <laughs> those look so cool I you know and it's so interesting to me because I really want to see how he made those pants I really want yeah I really want like a little tutorial on on how he <laughs> you know how so you can wear them on the subway <laughs> mm. <laughs> girl where are you wearing those pants to? I don't know <laughs> I could wear that to the grocery oh, I know store. Black Panther. Oh my god. Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen it yet, Samilia. Oh, oh. I've been avoiding so many things. Yes, let's just have a, yeah. a slight we won't have that much of a Black Panther moment because I haven't seen it yet. But um I've been asked by no less than three friends who are kinda like, You have you seen it yet? Let's go go with me and I haven't been able to go. So <laughs> oh, I've had to say no a couple of times. But I'm gonna see it soon. And yes, I can I could wear that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that would be it. That would be your black. But I have to go to one of those theaters with the reclining seats. So, um, oh, yeah, of course, like IPix or just one of those fancy AMC theaters. So I can just have like an extra like a like a first class seat and just kind of lay back. But also it looks Mm -hmm. like those pants could probably fold in a little bit, you know. Oh, yeah, they do seem malleable. Yeah, because I'm very forgiving. Yeah. And it's interesting because I, you know, you can't. I don't you, I don't really understand at this point what's going to happen towards the middle of it because you know mostly emphasis is on her hips whatever but it doesn't mm-hmm. seem as if he's really tacked it down through the back but I don't know I just kind of am I'm pleased with what 
Anthony has been able to do in terms of silhouette and I don't know, just, just doing something that's fun. So yeah, I'm interested in what's ha- going to happen up top. He only has pants. Mm-hmm. so <laughs> Yeah. I mean, but what did you think about Stanley's? Well, so I don't really, all I remember is, um, is Anthony shading Stanley and Stanley being really uncomfortable about it. But I think that Anthony was talking to him because his piece looked so good. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I have to say that if I can remember what it looked like, I enjoyed the volume. I really, really liked um, just what he have. He had the top, right? I think he had the top done. He had he had both. Yeah, because it was doing this thing where, OK, I found it. So, I'm you know, listeners, sometimes I have the show running in the background. And I found it. Yay. And so, OK, I'm looking at it now. And he has um, the top done. And I have to say that. It is it is a marker of someone who, of course, Stanley is skilled. I yeah, we all know it. We all know it. But the way the, the top looks, it seems to be cut very simply, and it's done in a way that you you walk into a department store um, with less volume. You can see this this top anywhere. It's like a a very simple looking blouse, but on the model, it looks so nicely fitted on um, mm-hmm. in her, on her arms and and from her arms up it just looks really, really wonderful in the way um, it's sitting out from her body. It doesn't look like it's volume for volume's sake. It looks exaggerated, but in a really pleasing looking way and and very wearable. So yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's, it's surprisingly cool. That's what I was surprised about with Stanley. I'm like, what? Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, but then we get like some friendly Anthony shade with Stanley. And it's so funny because Anthony, I think Stanley has been able to avoid Anthony because there have been more people for Anthony to focus on. But as we come down <laughs> to less and less people, he's Stanley's not used to people playing with him. And clearly Anthony is very playful, but Stanley is not. <laughs> exactly. Anthony, or Stanley is so serious. He's so serious. But he's, you know. it's, it was just really, it's a, it was a really wonderful, um, lovely moment. And perhaps you know good for me to sort of see stanley not annoy me in a way and have someone else bring out in stanley a little bit of adorableness thanks anthony Mm -hmm. anthony's Mm -hmm. getting so much he's doing a lot for everyone um (laughs) (laughs) all right okay so ready to move to the day of the runway oh yeah let's go yay Okay, so let's fast forward to right before we get onto the runway. Um, and we have hair and makeup time. And we have usually our last minute drama where designers are trying to get stuff done. Um, nothing really stood out to me in terms of what everyone's doing. Um, but did you, did you, did anything in particular stand out to you? Oh, uh, yeah. Kim is still figuring stuff out. Oh, <laughs> whoops. Girl. Yeah. You know what? I did write something about this. So upset. I think I erased my notes. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> I remember writing something down, and I don't you have anything for that. Them. I think I erased it. I was so mad. She's putting paint on that bolero on that like neck skirt with a fork. What is she oh, doing? Lord. And she's is this when she puts the um the rhinestones on? Like she's just adding rhinestones instead of actually designing the piece. Is this when she does that? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. She's just crafting and adding, and not. Ugh. 
with a fork. I'm like, you know, you can use whatever. It's fine. It's just that she didn't need to paint this fabric. But I think this is what you do when you're panicking in a way. Or this is what Kimberly does when she panics. But what were you going to say about Kimberly? Oh, that's, yeah, that's all. I mean, it's like my worries are reality now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, this is down to the wire. Yeah, it's down to the wire. And it's weird to me. And I think this is also why. I erased it because I'm like, it doesn't make any sense why you would paint fabric the day of. Because when you want that to set overnight. And you well, also- you also see, you also see like Anthony painting the, his top. Piece. Yeah, that's so, true. You know, Stanley Burns. He's a hairdryer. <laughs> one time. Yeah. 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 But I think what's also interesting here is that, um, so Stanley has made a face piece, a mask for his model and um, before the, the uh, this actually, this is so funny. I didn't really notice that they had two days. Wow. The way they cut this show. Really? They had yeah. two days. Oh, my God. Yeah. When Anne came in, with, that was day two. Wow. So, listeners, sorry about that. Usually when we do have two-day challenges, I, I, I break it up into day one and day two. This felt like one long day. Wow. That's so crazy. It kind of did. The way, I, I'm telling you, it's how quickly they're doing these cuts yeah it's, in it's, each challenge it's a little too quick because yeah stanley made a face piece and then and <laughs> when he, did he do that he did that the <laughs> night before oh my gosh you know, i don't even remember seeing him work on that or hearing that we didn't see it I, I think i don't think they edited that in but i remember him mentioning how oh i have to get this done because i need it to sit overnight and then i thought about that when i saw kimberly just plopping on paint that, you know, mm. I wish that you've done this overnight. Um, yeah. You know, just thought about it. And and maybe the same with, with, with Anthony. But he didn't paint the whole thing the day before, the or the, the day of the Warren Raid. Did he? No. No. Okay, he's probably just, like, adding stuff to it. I'm pretty sure they did all that stuff the day before, and we didn't see it. We didn't see any of it. Probably. But, so yeah, this was the point where I'm like, well, Merlene, where's your fabric? Oh, my God. You yeah. know, honestly. Because she was hand sewing two, everything. Right. I mean, the day you... two, it, it seems like a lot of the designers are still figuring things out. Like, Fabio is trying to figure out what he's going to do with the arms. Right. He's still braiding. And, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it just took him all day to quilt that stuff you know yeah and then a lot of them didn't even have time to really finish their edges or you know it's just kind of I don't know but Kimberly had time to bling out her neck skirt so (laughs) so there's that (sighs) there's that (laughs) all right um, any so anything else before you run on to the runway? Anything about like hair and makeup or anything like that? Um trying to think hair and makeup. I like where Merlene is going with her with her look mm-hmm. for for hair and makeup. She's doing this it's actually called Monica. Um in Nigeria, we call them Monica braids. Ooh. But where you wrap, you wrap the hair with thread mm-hmm. to give it this, like, like cord-like effect. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of anything else, but we can talk more about that on the runway. Yeah. So, all right, listeners, it's time for the cheat sheet. So again, um, you can find that link in the description page and it links to uh, a JPEG that I've uh, embedded on my website um, and just pull it up. And we've separated them out as usual by the high scores, the low scores, and then safe dot, dot, dots. And I named this one, the one with RuPaul. (laughs) 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 Because it's so strange because like, so Alyssa comes on, you know, and she comes out in a star dress. What was she wearing? Can we take a little bit of time? Oh my god. And talk about this outfit, Alyssa. What is happening? Who's dressing her? It's It's horrible. It's not flattering. It's so simple. It's very... It looks cheap. You know, yeah, that is such a good way of putting it. It's super cheap. (laughs) I mean... It's got those cheap looking stars all over it. It's, you know, it's her skin tone, kind of like nude, nude color. But the silhouette is just not great for her. I'm, I'm, I'm just not into. I liked her hair a lot. I thought her hair was really cute. But is this intermix? Like, who? Where's this dress come from? It can't be intermix. Oh man! Like I would have understood no. this if we were still getting sponsored by JC Penney. I'm just saying. But it's like that's not mm. something that. And she's been like lacking a little bit in terms of style for the last couple of weeks. Or a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not it's not a good look. No, but everyone's <laughs> so sweet because every time she's behind the scrim and she does her little thing back there, everyone's like, She's so adorable. And she is. <laughs> but this dress was shockingly bad. Also very mm. literal. Come on. I know. All it was stars. like not needed. I mean, it's enough that we have an avant-garde challenge referencing stars for all stars. We we actually have to have the host wearing a star dress. Come no, on. it's not. That's bad. Mm. Whose idea was that? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Don't know. All right. So whoever was in the, I don't know. Okay. All right. So enough. Enough about that. So we have, <laughs> we have Georgina. Um, we have Isaac Mizrahi. And then um, we have um, Jesse Tyler Ferguson from mm-hmm. oh, shoot. Um, Modern, Fa- Modern Isn't Family. Isn't it Modern Family? <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. Modern Family. Thank you, Samelia. Clutch. And then. <laughs> Which I don't even watch. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I saw the first season and it was great. It's still great, but it's just one of those shows. Um, I watch it in reruns sometimes. But Jesse Tyler Ferguson has been. A judge before, if anyone remembers um, the very famous episode where one of the contestants or one of the contestant designers um, actually proposed to his his longtime boyfriend on the show. Oh, it's that yeah. episode. You guys remember that episode? You guys yeah. don't remember that episode? Oh, my Project goodness. I think I, I cried. <laughs> so many I people were I so did. annoyed by that. Oh, really? It was really sweet. It was really sweet and yeah. wonderful. Um. Yeah, and then and then Jesse Tyler Ferguson was there to witness that, and I think he kind of inspired that as well on the show. But I really mm. enjoyed him as as a, a um a guest judge on that episode and this one. 
we had a really good slate of judges because mm-hmm. not only do we have Jesse Tyler Ferguson, but of course we have the title of the show or the title of the cheat sheet, RuPaul. <laughs> RuPaul. What? So of course Man. they've been advertising RuPaul from the very beginning because it's kind of like we're going to work up to this episode where we have RuPaul. And it's interesting that we have Jesse Tyler Ferguson and RuPaul. I'm wondering, I don't know. I would love to see them on a show together. I don't know. I'm just wondering what is all this about? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so um, of course RuPaul from um, Drag Race and of course just just a long litany of other things that, he, that he's done and just being probably like the most, I think, um, oh gosh, what did Alyssa say? Probably like the most famous fashion I I don't really know anyway but it's wonderful having RuPaul on the show and um everyone else is very excited about it so great (laughs) I really like I know okay so let's let's get to this cheat sheet and um how would how would you like to tackle this Samelia why don't we start with the high scores oh great okay great here we go (laughs) What? Uh, what? You know what? Never mind. You know, I, you know, that's my. What are you thinking? I'm always going to be. You... No, I'm always going to be a little sensitive. I'm. I'm going to be a little sensitive about like, whatever. It's fine. I. I. It, it says more about me than it says about you, Samelia. <laughs> I'm so sorry, because clearly I'm very. I feel very precarious. Like it's just I'm. My bracket is hanging on a thin, thin thread. <laughs> I forgot Marilyn was in the top. All right, so <laughs> good. Let me calm How down. thin is that thread? So thin. <laughs> oh, it's as thin as All buckram right. is thick. I don't know. It's super thin. Oh man. All right, so yeah, thin. yeah. So let's start with the high scores. All right. So. High scores? Is that yeah? You, yeah, that yeah. Good? Let's do it. Let's do it. It's it, it's your choice. I'm not going. All right. So first we've got Anthony <laughs> at the top. Anthony, those pants, man. When those pants walked, I was like, yes. I say those pants because the top, I was not super thrilled about. Yeah, I. I don't know. It. Just, what did you think about the top? You know, I didn't mind the top, um, but I thought. I didn't mind it mostly because the whole entire silhouette, the shape of everything is so strange, but, um, yeah. And so I, I really, I really didn't mind it all that much at all. But also I thought about how you have to be flat chested to wear this. Cause I can't really imagine where you have this, this, who I think Tyler Ferguson called it a, a like art or a, pinwheel art yeah. or spin art so you have this spin art piece on the front and then you have a backless back there's just no way you can wear a bra with this and it's just not, I don't really know how comfortable <laughs> that would feel if you had anything that was like a b cup or higher um also this is not what was in a sketch he had those the silhouette of the pants kind of mimicking and continuing up on the bodice and I was waiting for that. I don't know why I thought about this because I I've say you know, again we you're cutting up. Oh, sorry. So I was saying how the part from the pants, like this that weaving or looping elliptical thing that he was doing with the pants, was supposed to continue in the bodice. Yeah. And so even though we saw him do this, was in the work it room, supposed to? Yeah. Well, that's what his sketch looked like. 
And um, oh. I understand that, you know, he probably didn't have time or changed his mind or whatever. But for some reason, I was expecting to see that. And so when I saw it was just like this, the pant part and then this weird circle on top. I, I still didn't mind it that much, but I did think that the paint splatter on the front was a little lackluster in comparison to what he's done before. Because what he did before with that right dress was so I just didn't like beautiful. The, the circle thing seemed like a cop out. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe because he was doing the Milky Way and he wanted to really draw out the Milky Way. And it was just kind of, you know. Oh, right. You know, put more stars in now there somehow. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I thought the model's hair didn't really make any sense to me, but I loved her shoes. I really liked what the pants were doing um, at the bottom there, the way it tapered in. It just looked really, really nice. I know. It was gorgeous. Yeah. Even like yeah. as it gets down close to the ankle, it's like, oh, so beautiful. Like yeah. so much structure and movement. Right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, so. So next, we have your bracket. Marilyn On the top. <laughs> I'm so girl. happy All that they there. like this. So her hair, this is what I was talking about. Right. I, you know, and this is the thing. So, okay. If you, if you stop on a lot of these parts of the dress, if you zoom in, she kind of continued mm-hmm. what was happening in the dress in her hair. And I really like say the it way again. She continued what was happening in the dress in her hair. Ah, you know, and it, it, I kind of like. Oh, I didn't notice. Well, well, it looks like that to me, where she's continuing some of these lines and the way things are sort of looping around. Because mm-hmm. this is the thing that I really don't like about this fabric is that it's quite hard to translate just how much thought she's put into where these lines are going where the edges are the back looks very messy to me I was sort of surprised that she wasn't on the bottom because it doesn't look finished from the back it looks like it's falling apart a little bit um mm-hmm. let's see um but I like I like what it's happening in the front the the hemline is is very strange um there's this like little flapping yeah. part in the front that doesn't I felt look like like it was done on purpose it was I don't know it's it's weird. Yeah, I felt like the proportions were kind of off. I wish there were more on the bottom or at least a little more width. Like from mm. the back, you can see it a little easier how it's it almost goes just straight down. And I don't know if mm-hmm. it's just because of the shape of her model, but I wish the silhouette were a little more interesting. Yeah, because she has that bulge on the right hand side. So from the model's right. So it has that loop that, that, mm-hmm. you know, she's trying to be three-dimensional with her work and that has that structure that's coming out from the body and looping around and sort of um, doing what she likes to do. She, she also works a little front heavy in a way um, when she isn't doing that whole structured Star Trek thing. But yeah. I, I, so her inspiration was orbits and I liked, I liked her take on these, on this inspiration. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't any sparkle. There wasn't a lot of um, reference to anything that was quite as literal as the other designers. Not a lot of shine. But um, in right. terms of the, the shape, you know, that's how she works the best, I think, is in terms of, you know, um, pinning down a shape and working out from there. Doing these, like, what I would say are kind of like tessellations in a way. 
So, mm-hmm. yeah, I like it. Yeah, it just doesn't look good. I'm just glad she's up there. That's all I'm gonna say. I, I was a little surprised, thrilled. She was. She's on, on the top, bracket. but that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. She's on your bracket. So. Yes, she is. <laughs> Yay. All right. So next is Stanley. Next is Stanley. Who's not on your bracket. No, not on my bracket. Never will be. Thanks, Stanley. <laughs> Stay where you are. Not on my bracket. But um, man, what do you think about this? Man, I took a double take when it walked. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me see that again. It was gorgeous. I mean, I loved the simple shape of it, but it was it was just enough, mm-hmm. I feel like. Like it was exaggerated enough for it to be considered avant-garde, but it was simple <laughs> but thought out. It was it was just so elegant, I feel like. And then the the face mask thing that he created icing on the cake yeah i thought the face mask was a really had a really really nice effect on it um on the runway Mm -hmm. in a way because uh, you know and she i i like the half collar it 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 really seemed out of character wonderfully for for stanley um you know in in a way it reminds me of something that we have seen before and especially with the pants, it kind of looks like something that Ari would have designed. Um, and I, and I think, I think she did that on her first go on project runway all stars where she, she made these okay. really wide um, or flowy drop crotch pants. I think what probably saved Stanley, if he had, he's, he's not, okay. He's not cool enough to do drop crotch. Yeah. So it makes uh-huh. sense that he would, you know, kind of work within this volume. Cause I think he's, he's really good at this as well. You know, the proportions are really nice. The, um, yeah, that yeah, oversized bow. Oh my goodness. I yeah. Love it. Oh, was it a bow? It was a bow. Oh, so it's coming out of the shirt underneath. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, I think he, he, he really thought through, through all of this. Oh, it is a bow. Oh my gosh. I thought it was a half collar. Never mind. Whoa. Never mind. Okay, so the gotcha. other thing um, <laughs> is that like the edges weren't finished. Like it just seemed like he needed to like him the edges. It seemed like a little frayed at the end. But what I thought that was a half collar. Never mind. Thanks. For yeah, that it's a bow. Wow, that's cute. Never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Save that one. I want that look. <laughs> Man, yeah, because you can wear this. It's also I don't know. I, I know you so really cool. can. It is. Hmm. Huh, Stanley, this is interesting. I feel like in a way after this, I just, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to use one of the, one of the judge cliches where I don't really know who Stanley is as a designer. I don't think I, mm. I'm, I was pleasantly surprised, but also confused this week. <laughs> so don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So where do you want to go next? On the cheat sheet. Say that again. Where do you want to go next on the cheat sheet? Oh, uh, let's just go straight down the line. Let's set up those low scores. All right. So we have Fabio here. Mm-hmm. And um, and he's someone whose designs do not confuse me. Because to me, this looked very much like Fabio. And yeah. I liked it. It seemed 
unfinished um, mm-hmm. and a little unresolved, but I, I give him a little credit because he tried something very different with this fringing right. technique. And mm-hmm. um, I thought, you know, if he had more time to do more of the braiding, it, I think he needed a lot more braiding, a lot more, just kind of, it yeah. looks a little too normal in a way. Right, right. Yeah, so. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Or anything else then? Because I didn't, I didn't yeah. dislike this. I, I was surprised that it was in the bottom. I thought I would, I sh- like, I'm like, you guys didn't like this? If you didn't like it, it should have been safe. Not in right. the bottom. Yeah, but... exactly. That's how I felt. At least have it be safe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just felt like it wasn't enough. Right. That's all. Is there someone you would have yeah. replaced Fabio with? Or replace, instead of Fabio being on the bottom, you would have put someone else there? Yeah, I I might have put Helen on the mm. bottom. Hmm. I don't know. Her piece her piece, well, I, mean, I think it was different for her. Yeah, yeah, but, definitely. Um but it bothered me, so okay. Yeah, we will get to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also agree. Um next we have Joshua. Oh, what's happening here just as i suspected (laughs) yeah i mean it it was he had too much going on and what bothered me the most of his look was the color like why is it brown that just i don't know i mean yeah and and, you know and he fit that corset in somehow well it it actually kind of like wrapped (laughs) around her entire waist and then he got the chaps mm-hmm. in. He got the skirt in. He got some pants in. What else did he get in? He got like a halter in. Um, oh my goodness, he got. What didn't he get in? Yeah, he got. <laughs> he got a little bit on her on her head too. It's like a lot of <laughs> stuff going on. And he says where he used, you know, the color scheme of Pluto for this. And I get it, but oh man, is it a costume? Yeah, <laughs> it's such a costume. Yeah. Um, it's a costume. It seems like it seems like the the glue was not necessary, or something. What he he just did too much. Something wasn't necessary. Yeah, like I think he just wanted to play around. I feel like okay, you had two days. Who knows? Maybe maybe they had the equivalent of a day, and you know that's how often, you know, they really didn't have a full, um, proper two days, but. Yes, it is a lot of work, but also, oh my goodness, the lattice work or whatever you would call that in the front. Um, mm-hmm. How were you going to resolve what was underneath? You know, and, and that's what he was trying to figure out with his model after the fitting where he hadn't hadn't thought through what was going to go on the bottom. He was mostly focusing on um, this glue gun business or whatever. Right. And it's kind of like, Obviously, this is not going to be able, you're not going to make a whole entire dress out of this. But why would you put so much other crap around it to take away from all the work that you put in? You know, like it, yes, it like conjures up ejaculate, whatever. Maybe that was the point of it. And he was just kind of like having fun, going to town. But you worked really hard on it and you lose Mm -hmm. so much of it, especially in the back. There's some of it here when you see the, the, um, the, from from the rear, I he, there's so much fabric around that 
girl's thighs, like coming from the chaps, you know, like maybe it was a little too much because he was like, okay, great. I'm going to make these chaps. I'm going to do like a little bondage thing. But Anne came in, made me feel bad about what I was doing. <laughs> so I decided to put this girl on it to make it look a little bit more elegant and make her look like she's wearing a gown to appease people. But it just looks messy. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. If you want to work in this whole realm of conjuring these ideas in like, you know, he's, he's like to me for, Okay. I mean, getting me a little too, too like um, excited about this because <laughs> Joshua's thing that I really like about him and what I I think that you also appreciate is that he doesn't he's not vulgar he but he he references this vulgar aesthetic but he does it in such an impeccable and really kind of he teeters there right on the line right and I think here. He could have done it. He could have done that. It could have been like a whole joke thing where it's kind of like, you know what this looks like? <laughs> looks like a motel mm-hmm. room, you know, whatever. When things have happened and, you know, you take out your flashlight or the black light and you just don't want to go in there. He could have yeah. done that, but done in a way where it's kind of like, we, there's nothing bad to say about it because it's done so well. And he, and I, mm-hmm. I think he kind of copped out with this weird fabric on the bottom. Like, what are you doing, Joshua? It's, it's, it's so odd. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand it. <laughs> I have so much to say, but he's on your bracket. Oh. But how did you feel about this? Yeah, I, I didn't like it. <clears throat> like I was saying, the color was just really off for me. Mm-hmm. Lots of different shades of brown. Maybe if he had just stuck with two, you know, it could have pulled it in a little better. Yeah. Uh, the The glue is just, I mean, I don't see a need for that at all. <laughs> Like I thought the, it was hilarious. The, the like, glue, the breastplate stuff, and he just got it going straight down. Like, okay. Right, well. right. And there's like a, that weird flap on the back. It doesn't doesn't make sense. Yeah, it just seems like an afterthought. Hmm. You're right. Yeah. Because if he had taken that all off, um, what, what, what would you have thought about it? If you took certain things away? Yeah, if, if the glue weren't there, I think that would have been better and then the the weird fabric he's got draped on the pant mm-hmm. whatever the leg if that were just a different color <laughs> you know i think it could have been more cohesive yeah yeah i agree i agree oh man joshua All yeah right. um now kimberly all right so the model couldn't walk in this she could she was she's a good she was she's a good walker but she and she did a really good job of hiding how she couldn't walk in this outfit mm. but of course we have um like a hot pants situation going on or just a leotard with with a half neck skirt i would say a three-quarter neck skirt um yeah i don't, know, I don't really know what's happening underneath there but she, that looks like a costume yeah. Or like a cross, I don't know. It's it's confusing. <laughs> oh no! You know, and I hate to do this, but do you remember that season of Project Runway where the first fashion show was in Times Square, and they had stilt walkers running, walking the runway? Do you remember that? Oh, a little bit. And there a was little because there was one design that had. This woman with, like, you know, the challenge of that was proportion. Like, a lot of that was proportion. It was a group challenge. Um, but there was one where they dressed her like a a, a bullfighter. 
but her legs were incredibly long. And so apparently like the pants were, I think were well, well done if I can remember, but she had this little tiny, tiny, tiny little bolero thing up top where it looked really off and, and weird. This reminded me mm-hmm. of that. Um, the proportion is so off and there's just no clothes. What is that on the bottom? You know? Yeah. And what I didn't like most oh, is that you can see the side seam and I don't really know if she had time to hem the bottom of it, but it was clearly um, not fitted well in and of itself. Like, I think she could have done something really interesting. I'm disappointed that she didn't even try for pants because that's what she's known for. I would have loved to have seen, you know, do the same fabric. That's fine. And a pair of your Kimberly pants. I don't know. Something else Mm -hmm. in the bottom that had a little bit more interest to it besides laying out those rhinestones on that neck skirt. So, yeah. Oh, oh, anyway, it's so. not, it's not it's good. Not and good. her booty's out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, back. at so least it looked, wearing... it wasn't like, I don't, I mean, I don't mind her booty being out. It looked, it looked okay, but it was kind of like, at least like whatever she wore underneath that, that fit really well. I think that was also what was upsetting to me. <laughs> I was like, whatever was underneath that fit well. And it was all yeah. well made. It just didn't, oh didn't look good it didn't you can tell she didn't she hadn't yet thought it all the way through no that she was you know i mean what she was saying she just she added the sparkle to try to distract yeah she could have made some pants maybe she couldn't have made pants out of that you know if she didn't do it then maybe it wasn't possible i I feel like she can make pants out of kleenex i don't know a lot of faith in kimberly maybe yeah so, all mm. right. Next, save dot dot dots. So, yeah. First up is Ken. I was actually kind of surprised that Ken was Ken. safe. Yeah, and I felt like if he would have done his original whatever with covering the face, that he, it's possibly he could have been on the top. You know what? Instead of Merlene. Good point, Amelia. <laughs> that is a good point. Because she yeah. kind of just looks like a black star fruit. Right, way, like an upside yeah. down star fruit. I don't. Yeah. It has. It doesn't conjure black hole or anything universal to me. But um, right, I thought that the effect of it and the silhouette of it was strange enough that um, it it stood out in a way. So, mm-hmm. but maybe yeah. I I have a feeling that maybe if she yeah yeah I forgot about that headpiece. Oh well, yeah. Stanley did. It's fine. He's he's still there. He's safe. He is. He is. He's very safe. (laughs) (laughs) Um. All right. Helen. So then Helen. What bothered me about her look was the talon-looking thing that was hanging off. (laughs) It was just like what? You mean the front part? Yeah. And as the model walked, it's like it was catching her on the upper thigh. It was just weird. It was weirdly Mm. placed. It just really bothered me. I mean, maybe yeah. if there were more of those elsewhere, it could have made sense. I think the shape that she created was cool. She had a different neckline than she normally does. Mm-hmm. So that was neat. But that talon looking thing, whatever she was trying to do with that was not working. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I kind of agree. It just didn't really... I don't know. I, I just didn't, I didn't, I really didn't have much to, 
to say about it. I kept wondering what the material was, what was, whether she coded it or not. And she mm-hmm. kept mentioning how the thing was boned to high heaven. And I was like, all right, great. Yes, you constructed it very well. Um, but beyond that, I, yeah, same. And I thought her hair was very cliche um in a way mm-hmm. the way she styled yeah the model um her model did not look happy walking <laughs> i mean like you know how they're, they they do their model look or whatever but mm-hmm. her, you can tell like if they don't seem her, her model didn't seem happy <laughs> well it's all it's also kind of like if you get to see what everyone else is wearing in a way you know you have that compared to even with ken's model because she had to mm-hmm. figure that out you know she couldn't yeah. move her arm. I know. Yeah, that was really obvious. You can't see her torso, and it's just that star fruit on top. So she had to figure <laughs> out how to do this. And then when Helen's model is just like, I get to wear this thing that hurts. You know, did she look as she was in pain? I didn't pay attention to her face. But maybe she was a little uh, in pain, or probably that might have been that might have been what it was. Yeah, yeah. But also, it was one of the least interesting things to wear. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh well. <laughs> um, yeah, the main thing I had going for it was like the texture. Yeah, pretty much. The, the silhouette was not super interesting. Yeah, no, not all. Not all. All right. Um now Edmund, that was this was cool. I it, thought this I thought it turned out better than in my mind I envisioned it turning out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I th- and it also deserved to be safe. It, yeah, yeah. I, I think it deserved to be safe, definitely. Because um, what was his? His was the quasar, and right. I think in a way it does simulate that. Um, but I, I don't know. It's weird because he does the whole exaggeration thing as well, where he's ex- exaggerated the peplum, he's exaggerated the shoulder in a way and has this I don't know there's something about it that isn't interesting though um Mm. and I think it mostly is a placement of that print so he has mostly of this this black fabric but then this really interesting looking print that he seems to be playing around with in the lighting and it creates a lot of volume around the model's neck and um I don't know. I don't know. I think there's something up with how when he decides to work with print like that I don't like. But I do like that yeah. he's not just working in black. Cuz I think he needs yeah. to step away from that. But um mm-hmm. but he has made some weird color choices. And you know, he was he finished at the top for that I will never forget that ugly olive dress that had Oh sort goodness, of mimicking no. what this dress is doing with that print yeah. down the front. Um, so there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that comes up over and over again. So it looks definitely looks like an Edmund dress. But at the mm-hmm. same time, um, I don't know. It's not very avant-garde. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I want Edmund to do menswear. I just want there to be a menswear challenge so I can see him do menswear. Same. <laughs> same. Everyone, all listeners, like Edmund used to do menswear and he did it really well. Yeah. Um, maybe he still does it very well, but I want to see that. Um, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. curious. Oh, man. All right. Okay. So 
we have some judging time because we had a very two very special guests this week. Mm-hmm. Um, did anything stand out to you during this back and forth with the judges? You know, honestly, I didn't take a lot of notes because I was just like mesmerized and watching <laughs> RuPaul. <laughs> Me like too. I put my pen down. <laughs> I did the same. Man, yeah. yeah, no, it was just such a joy having someone on the show who has a sense of humor and um, especially even Jesse Tyler Ferguson, because I love how he did not get why people loved Anthony's outfit. I think he thought mm-hmm. that it was hideous. And he was like, wait, you guys all like it? What? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like sprint art to me. Seriously? Um, and I think he felt the same about... Uh, was it Marilyn or someone else who he was confused with? Or maybe he liked Fabio's, but it seemed like at mm. least some of the judges were a little mixed with Fabio, which is why I think Fabio was barely on the bottom. And also yeah. I'm not really sure why he was safe, but I think there was a large split. I don't know who, I don't remember who put him in the bottom, but I have a feeling it might have been Alyssa. Um, I'm just going to default to her. But um, it yeah. seemed like people were having like a positive response and RuPaul mentioned how he didn't like the length of of Fabio's. But I also mm-hmm. feel like in this moment, I'm like, I would I would replace Anne Fulham Wider with RuPaul. But we can't do that because he has his own show. But I, would, I would replace <laughs> Anne Fulham Wider with with Jesse Tyler Ferguson or RuPaul or someone else. Because I thought their oh, feedback was really constructive and, and, and positive, but still helpful. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, know, and very and very yeah. honest because also their reaction to Joshua's outfit to me was priceless, hilarious, so <laughs> priceless. And RuPaul's like, I would wear this for shits and giggles because oh my gosh, like, you know, he's like, yeah, it looks like she looks like a porn star, galactic queen. And then Jesse yeah. Tyler Ferguson was like, yeah, the last scene. Oh, oh, the last. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think everyone understood that. I was like, you guys are great. You're just skidding around those That's FCC awesome. things. Wonderful. Mm. Wonderful way of talking about his <laughs> semen dress without actually saying semen. Great. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> oh man. Um Yeah, and even their feedback with Kimberly wasn't something that I think destroyed the outfit, but they, you know, they they critiqued it in a way that I thought was quite fair. Um, yeah. but, um, oh, speaking of Joshua, so there was a very tense moment on the runway. Oh yeah. He was getting snippy. So he's on your bracket. How did you feel mm-hmm. about this interaction? Cause essentially it seems like Joshua can't take any criticism. Um, but essentially what yeah, happened. I was pretty annoyed. Yeah. I was annoyed with des- Joshua. Do you want to describe what happened? So I, I believe it was Alyssa was talking with him about, why he chose, you know, certain techniques and whatnot. And he was, was like, Marquesa. well, you know, okay. Well, okay. Yeah. Georgina. So was- he, yes, Georgina. <laughs> <Whoops>. <laughs> so he Sorry. essentially said, you know, from some weeks you're going to get everything I got and some weeks you're going to get something else. And this is what, what I got. And this is what you're going to have, you know, mm-hmm. essentially like he was just being very like attitude-ish about yeah. it. Yeah. I think he was on 10 and everyone else was like on three 
And right. it took them a little while to realize that he was on 10. They're like, exactly. oh, so is that all I get? He's like, this is all you get, baby. He's like, oh, okay. Well, he's like, well, you know, and that's it. That's all I'm going to give you. And I'm like, wait. Oh, wait. He's like, you oh, hold up. Why are you mad? <laughs> you know, it was almost like for no reason. Like, dude, chill out. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> no one was coming My for goodness. him. and Exactly. No, absolutely no one. But I think... I'm not really sure what order he went in, but I'm wondering if he counted down and realized that he was not one of the high scores. Oh. <laughs> and yeah. was like, are you kidding me? I'm on the bottom this week. And I get it. He's very touchy about his work. And, you know, again. Especially having come off a win. He won last week. Mm-hmm. He got an amazing prize last week. You know, and it's almost like you can't do anything to please him because even on his win I I don't think he was completely happy about that because I do think that he has some pent up resentment of not having been on the top for most of the season so this is Mm. episode 7 episode 6 is the first time he was in front of the judges Um, the first time he got a top score and um, now he's got a low score or whatever but I, I think in his you know insanely egotistical planet or universe that he lives in, so to speak, that he should have been the top like a few challenges ago. It's like, why didn't you realize my genius before now? And and now everyone's, <laughs> everyone is not understanding that he's been mad at them from episode one. So <laughs> he's been mad for six episodes already. They're just now starting to see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so it's so funny because in deliberation, Isaac was ready to send him home for that snippy back and forth. How did you yeah. feel about that? Because I think we can always we always get a little bit of of a clue as to where Isaac is because he is pretty blunt. He's like, I I think Joshua should go home, or I can live with so and so going home. I don't want to say goodbye to Edmund yet. You know, he's he that's how he deliberates, right? But he apparently started saying nice things about Kimberly because um, and Georgina accused him. Uh, talking up Kimberly's terrible outfit because he was cross with Joshua for that back and forth. <laughs> and I agree. I agree. I agree. He's a, yeah, he's so moody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think he needed to be sent home because of his, you know, maybe he needed a good talking to right. backstage or something, but let's focus on the design and the, you know, qualities of the or the aspects of the challenge and right. not just your his personality. Right, right. And I don't think that, I think it's rare that they eliminate a designer that has a snippy back and forth on the runway. Because you kind of want to keep that in for at least one more episode. Just speaking production-wise. Yeah. But also, if it's, I, also, I, I don't think that any, well, maybe Isaac did. Clearly, he took that personally. But... I don't think Georgina or Alyssa or anyone else took it personally because it's kind of like, I don't care what you say to me. I don't care how you talk back to me. Your design sucked. I'm going to talk to you about how awful it looks. And and you're going to listen just the way everyone else listened. And also you're on the show. You chose to be here. It, there's kind of mm-hmm. like some stuff that you have to just push through, um, especially on a competition where you're, you know, you're actually judging the work that if right. the work doesn't, if the work matches a mouth, you know, like his his like terrible attitude if he made if he like you know shout out a terrible design then send him home but the thing is this week he did (laughs) he did like 
<laughs> project out a bad design, but it didn't, it wasn't as bad as Kimberly. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, at least his model is like fully covered. I know. And she's you know? fully covered in terribleness, but I know it's, Ugh. um, you know, next week he'll go home <laughs> next week. Hey, what? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot that he's on your, he's yeah, on your bracket. Right. Just saying. <laughs> No, I really did forget. I was like, have left in your bracket. (laughs) Speaking of. All right. Yeah. Who goes home? Who goes home this week? (laughs) Kimberly Goldson goes home this week, y'all. She's eliminated. You know what, Samelia? Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, she was on my bracket. But you know who I have left? Marlene. I'm Marlene. And, you know. She, you know, uh, even though she didn't win, you know, who won and who didn't? Oh, man, how do we do this? Like, I don't even know how to come back. Wait, who that. won? Who won the challenge? Stanley. Oh, is he on your, oh, he ain't on your bracket either. Oh, gosh. How dare He's you? He's on no one's bracket. How no dare you, Samelia? No one could predict No one won this Stanley week. Not even Samelia. Who's going to win? But I know. we both have people at the top. Couldn't. Yeah, no, no. And I still want that how, outfit, how are you? How are you feeling Stanley. about Stanley? Is he making a comeback? Cause, oh, my God. I'm afraid for the rest of the season. Because this is how things are going down. I know. He's so even killed. And, you know, he's he's really competent. Anne told him to do stuff. And he was like, I'm not doing that, Anne. And he won. Everybody said, I'm not doing that, Anne. It might be, Anne, it might be time to, it might be oh, your time Anne. to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> might be time but you know it's it's interesting he's he's got the temperament (laughs) to make it through this is the point in time where people are delirious they're tired they're um burning out you know i think joshua might be burning out a little bit i'm not saying that just because he's on your bracket i'm just saying Samelia. i'm Uh i am genuinely Uh concerned sans bracket thoughts you know i'm just saying just out of the kindness Mm -hmm. of my non-competitive portion of my heart which is a very very (laughs) tiny portion of my heart because most of my heart is very competitive but the little kind of like (laughs) 0.2 percent that's not competitive i'm worried about joshua i'm just saying Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay just saying (laughs) js so um (laughs) so um oh my goodness um i i don't remember the forecast for next week I, I didn't really pay attention to so they're they're gonna be working with isaac mizrahi uh something with his line oh my and gosh i was really excited because it has to do with like color blocking which i love colors oh, and it, i mean i just remember seeing a lot of gorgeous color combinations okay so i'm really excited about so that i remember now and i i think i like blocked this out but so <laughs> this the challenge is going to center around Isaac Mizrahi's exhibit at the Jewish Museum mm. that was out last year during the summer. I went to that exhibit, so I kind of have an, a grasp on maybe what the timeline is because I know when the show closed. But mm-hmm. um, I think what I'm going to do is dig up the photos that I took. And I sent you some, Samelia. Um, oh, awesome! If you remember, like I, I, yeah, I, I went I and, and like walked around. I do, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna share some of those on our Instagram account because the the exhibition was 
wonderful. It was great. And it's also the first time the Jewish Museum has ever focused on fashion. So I'm, mm. I can't believe I blocked that out. I'm so excited about next week's episode. And then we'll <laughs> all be able to see, a, you know, like a behind the scenes look at the exhibition since they probably blocked everything out so they could take the designers there. But, um, oh my goodness. Yay. Yeah. So that's, that's what's happening next week. So Yay. Exciting. All right. Well, so we, we will be back next week. Um, we're so sure of that. So um, in the meantime, <laughs> Samelia, where can people find you? And do you have any announcements or anything to plug? Yes, you can find me on um, social medium, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Textile Shop, T-E-X-S-T-Y-L-E-S-H-O-P. And also through my website, textileshop.com. And as far as what I'm plugging, I will be doing an open studio March 30th, end of March. I'll be posting about it shortly. Um, I'm really excited about that. It'll be the first one since I've been in this um, space that I'm in downtown Memphis. So definitely if you are in Memphis, come to that. And I'll just be doing little things here and there with... um, with the Brooks while their show is open, the African parent fashion now. Yay. And of course you can find me on social medias as well. Um, at Ernez on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all over social media. And then my website is ernezdavis.com. And again, you spell Ernez H E R N E A S E. And um, again, I, my new Etsy shop is open um, and it's called how indigo one word where I'm selling um, bags and little accessories that I've made out of cyanotype. So I know a lot of people don't know what cyanotypes are, but that's another thing that I'm doing on, on my uh, shop is, um, and my Instagram at how indigo where I'm, um, putting things in there about cyanotypes, the history of cyanotypes. And, um, I just posted something last week about Anna Atkins, who is, um, uh, I think we she is touted as being the first woman photographer and she created the first fully photographic book that happened to be made out of all cyanotypes. So it's a beautiful, oh, wow. wonderful book that she published between um, 1840 to 18, the mid 1840s and mid 1850s. So um, if anyone's unfamiliar with the process, um, but would like to learn a little bit more about it or would like to um, look at what I'm making or what cyanotypes look like. They're all unique prints and very beautiful. And I'm a photographer and photo-based artist. So it's something that is very near and dear to me. I love working with um, cameraless and historical processes like cyanotypes and, and photograms. So find me there at How Indigo. And then of course, for Samelia and, and I, all of those links are gonna be on the description page as well. Yay. So lots going on. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And again, thank you all so much for listening with us. And thank you for your feedback. Please keep the questions coming. We really love it when you reach out or have any questions. If we missed anything, um, find us on Facebook or Instagram. Leave a message. Leave some comments. And um, yeah, we just kind of love the back and forth that's been going on with our listeners. Again, um, feel free to leave a review. And, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. So until next week, y'all, we'll say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Take a chance with Pam.